Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jake Hare, founder of Launchpeer, and today we're going to be talking about validating your startup. Specifically, Christoph in Brooklyn, New York, has a question about what the best validation method is when you have a SaaS product. It's very difficult to validate your startup when you're a SaaS product because should you charge people first? Should you wait? Should you do a pre-launch sign-up? There's a million different ways to do it. So we're going to break down the different ways that you can validate your startup from the best to the worst. Today's question comes from Christoph in Brooklyn, New York. He writes in, I'm working on a prototype, no development. I plan to validate this with potential users, but I've read that getting interest from users is less preferred to getting some sort of monetary commitment from users. The product is going to be a service with a monthly subscription, but I can't charge yet until the product is actually developed. With other physical products, people usually do a pre-order, but for a SaaS product, how could I get some monetary commitments up front from early adopters? Or is there another way I should be thinking about this? Hey, Christoph, thanks for your question. So what I want to do today, because we've talked about validation before, but I don't think I've ever broken it down where it's like, okay, here's the best to the worst ways to validate your idea. And by worst, I want to caveat that by saying what I said in, I think it was a couple episodes ago, there is no perfect way to validate your idea. Okay. There is no like golden rule. There's nothing that's going to say like, yes, it's validated now. There's so many different ways to validate your startup. It's crazy. And the reason is that every startup is totally different. Every situation is completely different. Every market is different. Every niche that you're focusing on is different. And so it's really difficult to tell. And so nobody can tell you that there's a formula for how to validate your idea. Okay. But I want to go ahead and break down if I had to decide the ways I was going to validate my SaaS product, my subscription product, that's a software, software is a service, that's what SaaS is, <laughs> the ways that I would do it. All right. So best way to do it is to charge people. Okay. And I don't necessarily agree with Christoph saying that you can't charge until the product is developed. I've seen several startups who are able to charge for their products. Sure. They couldn't charge a subscription because it's not done yet. So like you can't charge someone month over month. But what you could do is throw up a landing page, put a checkout form on it and actually charge people like some early registration fee that's like, hey, when we launch the product, it's going to be $50 a month. But if you sign up right now when we're in pre-launch, I will let you have a full year's worth for just one month's worth. 50 bucks. That's it. And I'm not saying you can do this for millions of people. <laughs> I'm saying that if you're trying to validate your idea, if you can get a handful of people to just say, yes, I'll buy in if it means I can use this product for an entire year. I've seen several startups do that. So that's number one. That's the best way. Taking people's money is always the best way to validate your idea. Okay. No matter what, doesn't matter what field you're in that, that I can tell you is true. There's no formula, but if there's one thing I can say with guarantee a hundred percent, it's actually charging people and taking their money and having it in your pocket and putting it in your bank account is the best way to validate your startup. Now, Let's go to number two, the second best way to validate your idea. The second best way to validate your idea is to pretend to charge people. I talked about this last week, I think on the podcast where I said, look, Tim Ferriss, he kind of made a name for himself in the entrepreneur, entrepreneur community by talking about this, where he would throw up a landing page, put a fake checkout form on it. He would throw some Google ads up on, obviously up on Google, and he'd run those ads over to that landing page and see how many people actually went through the checkout process. 
Now it looked like the product was live. It looked like whatever he was selling was live and you can actually sign up for it. You would put your name, your credit card information, whatever it is that you were going to check out with. But what would happen is he wouldn't collect any of that, that checkout information. When they got to the thank you page, it would just say, Hey, thanks. Like we didn't charge you anything today. We're not going to charge you yet, but we'll let you know when we're live. We're just not live yet. And yes, that, that might piss a few people off. Some people might be pretty upset about that. But when you're talking about validating your startup, a couple angry people in the sea of all the customers that you could potentially have out there is really not a huge deal. Okay. So that's number two, pretending to charge people. Now, the third best way of validating your idea is by doing a service in addition to your actual product. All right. So let's say I've mentioned this example before, but let's say that you're trying to build a social media app that automates people's posting on Instagram. All right. I've used that example before. Well, the best way to validate that this is a problem that people would actually pay for is to just build a service business around that. I'm not saying to do that forever, but I'm saying that if you really just distill down whatever problem it was that you're potential software product was going to solve into a service where let's say you're automating people's posting on Instagram. You say like, Hey, we're going to run your entire Instagram account for you. We're going to create all the images. We're going to create all the image overlays. Uh, we're going to create all the copy and we're going to post on your social media account on your Instagram account two times a day or five times a week or 10 times a week or whatever it is that you want to do. And to do that, we're going to charge you $500 a month. A thousand dollars a month, whatever it is that you're going to charge for it. Yes, that's not necessarily validating the software product, but if you're making sure that the service is so closely aligned with that piece of software that it's still solving the exact same problem for the same type of customer that you would end up going after anyway, you're validating two things. One, you're validating that the problem actually exists, okay, which is the biggest part of validation that the problem is actually there. The second thing that you're validating is that people are willing to pay for it. And they are. If you have a service set up and people pay you for the service, you've proven both of those things, that people have that problem and people are willing to pay for it. Okay. Those are two great ways to validate your idea. Now, the next way to validate it is not necessarily something you want to do by itself, but it's still a great thing to do, which is building a prototype. Now, building a prototype at Launchpad is something we do for a lot of our customers. Like it's, it's basically one of our primary services that we have at Launchpad, where what we do is we work with you for four weeks. We take the idea out of your head. We put it down on paper. We document the whole thing, how it's going to work, who your market is that you're going after, all of that stuff. And we also do branding and design, and then we do UI UX design. So we basically design every screen of your application the way that the final product will look and put a bunch of stock data in there so it like actually looks like it's built out. And then you use that prototype to go get feedback from your potential customers, from strangers, preferably, uh, people who you don't know. Now, there's a lot of good ways to do that. You can post it on Product Hunt and say, you know, Product Hunt Ship, S-H-I-P, just to make sure that you guys know I'm not saying the other word. Product Hunt Ship is a great place to post it. There's also like beta list. You can post it there. But building that prototype out and actually showing people what it is that you're actually building. It's something you could do alongside those other three that I, the other three that I mentioned, especially those first two, but it's a great way to actually get people's real feedback. Like here, let me hand you this prototype is interactive. So you can click around, you can see everything, you can check it all out. And then you can like get their honest feedback about like, Hey, would you pay for something like this? Would you actually use it if I built it? And because you're not just explaining the idea to them, but you're actually showing it to them, you can get their feedback, not only on whether or not they would use it, but you actually get their feedback too on what they think about what it's going to look like and how it's going to function and whether or not it's easy to use. You can see them using it right there on the screen. So that's the next way. Now, the last one that I'll talk about here is just 
talking to people. Okay. Now the reason I'm not a, as big a fan of just talking to people as I am with those other methods. And by talking to people, I mean, talking to strangers, talking to people in your network, talking to your potential customers is because people lie. Like people just inherently don't want conflict. And so out of all these people that you're going to talk to, yeah, if they fill out a survey or you're asking them these questions, especially if you're talking to them in person, they don't want to tell you what they really feel about you. I've had a lot of situations before starting Launchpeer where I was trying to build a product and I would say, Hey, I'm thinking about building this thing. It's going to do X, Y, and Z. Like, would you be interested in it? And they'd be like, yeah, that sounds amazing. Like I'll definitely do it. And we get to the point where it's built and I'm like, Hey, remember that product you said that you wanted to use when it was done? It's here. It's like, you know, it's free for 30 days and then it's going to be $10 a month after that. Like you ready to hear sign up. And they'd be like, you know, I don't know, like maybe not. It's like, well, they, they only told me the first thing because they didn't want to hurt my feelings. They didn't want to upset me or they didn't want to have any conflict where it was like, nobody wants to tell someone that they don't, something that they're working on is not good. Like you don't go around telling people like your hair looks weird today. No, but you would definitely tell someone it's like, man, your hair looks great. Like, yeah, you tell people that if someone's hair didn't look good, you'd be like, yeah, it looks good. You'd still say the same thing because that's just how people are. They don't want to tell you the bad stuff. They want to tell you the good stuff. So I'm not a huge fan of validating your idea that way, but I do think it's important. Okay. I still think it's important to go talk to people, people, hopefully that you don't know. I'm not saying that that's not a good thing to do. I'm just saying, you know, if I was going to pick one of those five options that I laid out, that's probably one that I would not want to do just on its own. If I was going to do that one, I would match it up with the prototype or I'd match it up with forcing people to buy or I'd match it up with like pretending to make people buy. Like I'd, I'd match it up with one of those others and not just have it as a standalone type of validation. Okay. So anyway, Christoph, hope that helps. I do think that you can charge for your product if it's in pre-launch and, and you can try it. And again, guys, I'm not saying that any of these methods are perfect. I'm saying that all of these have worked and can work for you. And there's nothing wrong with like trying a combination of them and, and seeing if they work. If you put up a page to let people check out, and nobody checks out, that doesn't mean your startup's not validated. It just means go try one of the other methods. All right. Like I said, the last episode, maybe it was two episodes ago. The only person that can tell you if your startup validated is validated is you. A lot of times when startups come to me and say like, Oh, I need to validate this. It's less about getting validation from other people. And it's more about validating it for yourself making yourself feel comfortable with taking the risk. Don't validate your startup to make yourself feel comfortable about taking the risk. No matter how much validation you get, building a startup is a risk. You might go through all of these steps and everything goes perfect and then you go and you launch it and no one pays for it. No one buys it. You got lucky and the five people who filled out that checkout form were the only five people in the whole world who are willing to buy your product. There's always risk in your startup. Okay. So make sure when you're validating, you're validating for the right reasons, not to make yourself feel like there is no longer any risk involved with building that thing. All right. So anyway, thanks guys. Appreciate it. See you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of launch chat. I have two big announcements for you. First, if you haven't joined Launch Club yet, it's our private Facebook group that has tons of entrepreneurs and founders who are trying to build, launch, and scale their startups. The community is new and we're trying to get more and more founders into it. So if you're interested, go to launchpeer.club to sign up. Also, our team's writing a book and it's almost done. We hope to ship the book out in November. If you're interested, go to launchrecipes.com where we're profiling 40 of the biggest startups of the 21st century and really documenting how they went from zero to one customer, one to 10 customers and the exact tactics they used to do that. So if you want to claim your free book, go to launchrecipes.com.